This podcast is brought to you by Church of Living Waters. Find out more information at colw.info. We hope you enjoy this week's message. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 18. I'm going to speak just a few minutes today. I know that the time is where it's at. I'm going to um, call something this morning, speak into it. <clears throat> Talking about um, power through agreement. And these scriptures that we hear and that we read, we know these scriptures. But I'm saying something to you today, that there is power when two people come together. I used to do a Saturday morning men's um, prayer and I would have 10, 12 men. And sometimes I'd go to my dad and say, dad, there's so many men, more men that need to be there and pray together. And my dad would look at me and he said, son, a lot of these men work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And maybe it's their only time that they're going to wake up and have breakfast with their wives. Son, it only takes two. (laughs) That doesn't mean that, you know. It's not, it's good to gather and, and come together, but it takes two in agreement. And something that I want to share is that I know this, I know that I'm a zero. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. <laughs> I needed that amen, you know. I know that I'm a zero. And boy, I used to think, come on, at least I'm a two. Come on. But in me knowing that, I'm completely free. And what I mean by that, it's nothing, it's nothing about me. I have no power. I'm the weakest man here. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm a zero because I know the power in front of the zero. And I know how much, see, if, if, if we put the power of one in front of the zero, it becomes more. But if we add a few zeros today, whoa, what if we add five zeros to that check you just wrote? You with me today? So if more of us can come together and know that we're zero, I've emptied myself out. I've emptied myself out of what we were talking about, pride. The only thing that I have in me, God, is a desire and a will and obedience of what you've put in me and you and you alone. Me and Blake and Philip and Rudy. What if we all come with zeros and the power of one comes? See, what if 12 men came together like they did in the past? And we're still talking about them today. See, the power of agreement changes everything. I'm going to speak just a minute. And this is a powerful prayer, a powerful thing. Um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 to 20. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Verse 19 again. Truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. The promise concerning the power of agreement is one of the strongest promises in the word of God. Notice that Jesus said anything. Why do we not take advantage of this truth? Anything. It is primary because we lack knowledge of how to agree. 
If one of God's promises does not appear to work, we are usually not aware of our responsibility in making it work. Just because we're not seeing it work doesn't mean that he's short of giving it to us. Just because it, we're not seeing it doesn't mean that he's, he's, he's all out. See, his promise is yes and amen for the ones that align themselves to receive what he has. And so if our prayer of agreement is not doing something in our lives, if we're not seeing anything be added to us, then there's something wrong with our agreement. There's nothing wrong with God. Amen. And he said this, that he would give anything to those that agree. We have to see this. God's divine power is readily available. It's ready today. What makes his power available? Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. The Greek reads this, there I am. I'm so thankful for that word, I am. What he spoke to Moses, you tell him, I am sent you. God said, Moses, tell them, I am that I am sent you. I am eternal. I've been here for a long time. I'll be here forever. There's no beginning and there's no end. I am that I am. Amen. I am whatever you need, whenever you need it. God proved that in Egypt in a big way. Oh, you need food? Okay, I'm going to send food. How many of you know the Lord like this? See, many of us get into that agreement prayer when our backs are up against the wall instead of proclaiming agreement at the very beginning. That's why there's so much against so much against marriage because what marriage is from the Lord it's a union from God anyone that uses the word marriage it has to be from God from the book he created marriage and he allows two people to become one and I'm telling you in that type of agreement if me and my wife are in agreement and we grab hands it just takes me and her come on me and her in the right agreement. Now, what makes us not be in that right agreement? Many times we have gathered, many times two or three. If we grab this and we get the power of what he wants to do, many, many things will open up. Amen? He's given it. He has it. The Amplified Bible says again, it says this. Again, I tell you, if two of you agree, harmonize together, together, of making a music, beautiful sound about anything and everything, I will give it. In other words, in order for the prayer of agreement to work for you and me, we have to be in agreement, not only with each other, but also with Jesus. Me and Gamila can be in agreement all we want. Yes, we need this. Yes, we're in agreement. Yes, we have to have this. But maybe we're not going to be in agreement with Jesus. We can come and we can pray all day long, but if we're not in agreement with who he is and what he's done in our lives and who we are, you see, if I bring anything in the mix and try to be agreement, that's where nothing happens. It's important for us to have a heart of thankfulness. It's important for us to have a heart of repentance. It's important for us to cleanse and clear ourselves when we get into the Holy of Holies. We don't have to go in. Yes, there's levels that we heard the last few weeks, but I stand in the Holy of Holies because this is God's property. Everywhere I walk is His. 
So I don't have to enter in. There are entering into these things. But where I am, he is there with me. This prayer of agreement is something that the glorious church is going to rise up in. Come on. When I say in Jesus, agreement with him, what is the heart behind setting captives free? What is the heart behind a ministry of a men's home? Don't you think that is an agreement with the heart of God? Come on. Amen. Um, training and teaching our children and loving them in God's atmosphere, um, pushing out any type of thing coming against them as far as um, any, anything coming, a bully that's there, speaking into that bully, seeing that bully change and set free and seeing these. Come on. Don't you think that's behind the heart of God? So we get an agreement with his heart. And we make sure that in our hearts, there's nothing that stands between me and him. Come on, how many times do we know that there are things between me and him? And it's not him, it's me. Come on. Or there's doubt in my mind. I saw someone pray over someone the other day and healing happened. And this person was like, whoa, man, can you believe that happened? Come on, man. I just let the man say it. it wasn't nothing to do with him that day. It was all about God. He better start lining up or he'll never see any of that again. Amen. Don't come and pray for me if you have doubt. Come on. Just pull back if you have doubt. Amen. This prayer of agreement is powerful. First Corinthians 2.16. You don't have to turn there. We have the mind of Christ. Um, let's turn to Philippians chapter 1, 27. Paul speaks this. He says this, 127. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about it in my absence. I will know that you stand firm in, the one, in one spirit. Striving together as one for faith of the gospel. This standing together. There are areas of our lives that can be out of agreement. And hinder the power of God. Intended to be released in the promise. Um, for instance. We can't pray the prayer of agreement for finances. And then tomorrow a job comes my way and I don't take the job. Are you here with me? We have to align ourselves with what God has. We can't believe and just think it's coming and then pass up all the things that the Lord is trying to do for us. I believe that men need to work. I believe that in that work, there's openings for the gospel to be given out. Amen. I believe that you will have relationships in that workplace. I believe it's important to work. I believe that. And I believe that the Lord will open up the door for all men. Um, you know, I've met someone not too long ago that says, I don't need to go to church. I watch Joel Steen. I'm okay. I don't need to go. I don't need to gather together. Um, I watch Joel Steen and I smoke weed. That's what he said to me. Come on. 
Do we not smoke weed because it's illegal? Because guess what? It's probably fixing to be legal. I don't usually preach about smoking weed. I don't even know if that's what it's called these days. To be honest with you, I've never even seen it. But do we just do something because it's illegal? Because it's fixing to be legal. So are you just going to be able to say, well, that's legal. So I'm going to start doing that now. Are we doing things because what God wants us to do and how God wants us to live? See, me and my wife, I'm thankful that we come together. We don't drink alcohol. We will never drink alcohol. We don't. I'm believing that not one of my children will drink alcohol. I have a son that's in the Navy. His name's Barry, and he made a, a commitment, and my children will be able to tell you, he made a commitment a long time ago, I will never drink alcohol. And in the midst of all of this pressure, this young man has risen, and he's never drinking. Come on. Well, well, pastor, I mean, you're on it today. You're pulling, you're calling us out. I don't drink alcohol for a lot of reasons. Number one, alcohol killed my brother. It was a decision that he made, but it was alcohol that had him hooked and he couldn't get away from it because he was hooked from it and it took him. I'm not going to play around with something that's taking people's lives. I'm not going to have a home for men and women that are kicking alcohol and drugs and then being out on Friday night drinking a margarita. Come on. What if the home comes out to eat that night and they see Pastor Darren and Gamila doing something, something that's killing them, something that makes them shake? Come on. See, I don't do it because it's not pleasing to my father. Because if it just looks bad, then it's bad. If it's just perceived to be bad, then I'm very careful with it. And I'm not here trying to step on toes. I'm here believing that the Lord is rising us up. Believing that the Lord wants us to rise. Many are going to be set free of drugs and alcohol. Because it's going to be a people that's saying, I've done that. The Lord has come and he's healed me and he set me free. I've been 11 years. So can you. Come on. Are you with me today? This prayer of agreement. It's important. Uh, this guy that says, I don't have to go to church, but, but he, he's still doing this. And then every once in a while, he'll fall into this. And I look at him and I say, man, it's not working for you right now. It's not working for you just watching. You're judging me. I said, I'm not judging you. I'm just speaking for what you just told me. That you're involved in this and you don't have a job and you've lost your family. I'm speaking, man. It's, it's going down the drain. You're just riding it down. The Lord says for you to be in church, brother. Because in that church, there's going to be other brothers that know where you've been. That in that church, there's going to be people that pray for you. See, I can say that boldly because I'm in church. And I can say that boldly because when I was completely broken, I didn't get healed by a sermon. I didn't get healed by a counselor. I got healed by the body of Christ. Come on. Just sitting right here. Not no one really telling me anything. But people saying and showing me, I'm here with you, Darren. I'm going to stand with you through thick and thin. It doesn't matter what else is going to happen. After the tragedy in our lives where murder came into our lives, I thought I was going to come to church and no one was going to be there. Like, I can't believe this happened to the pastors. I can't believe, man, something must be going on in their lives. They must be living in sin. Come on. I had people tell me that. 
But I had a full church of people like Bobby and Mary. At a full church of Philip and Rosemary's, a full church of many people that would say this, we're not going anywhere. We're standing and we're rooted. And I'm telling you, that healed me. Many are going to get healed in the home just because people are going to be standing with them saying, we're not going anywhere. We're going to see this happen. We're going to see it. No, you've fallen, but hey, we're coming after you. <laughs> Come on, I'll never forget a, a lady that came. She was married to my, one of my uncles, a lady that came and gave her life to the Lord, and then she fell. And I'll never forget as a kid, my dad taking two guys and two women, and they went out after her. And guess where they found her? At a strip club. And guess what? My dad went with those two ladies in there, and he grabbed her hand, and he pulled her out of there. Let her get dressed first, but pulled her out and brought her back to the people. She's saved today. She's healed today. She's transformed today. I'm not into going into strip clubs. Come on. I'm not into that. But if the Lord says, go after someone, I'm going. There's a brother in here that has a brother and he's fallen. This brother went to San Antonio a couple of weeks ago looking for that brother. Went out on the streets looking for him. Why? Because the word of God says, if someone falls, to go after him. Amen. And when they come, guess what happens to them? They're received and they are healed and they are set free. Come on. So I'm not ashamed to speak what I know is done for me. Amos 3, chapter 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? We must be in agreement with God to walk with him. Enoch walked with God. Noah walked with God. Levi and God came together. Uh, Paul and Titus came together. Romans 8, 1 says there's no condemnation for those in Christ in agreement with the Spirit. We begin to see something here. When we come together in agreement, both we with each other and with God's word, then God's power is at our call. Let me say it again. When we come together in agreement, together in agreement with God's word in agreement, then his power is at call. That sounds bold, doesn't it? But I serve a bold God. See, when we come together in agreement, in agreement with God's word, healing happens. When we come together in agreement, agreement with God's word, captives are set free. When we come in agreement, in agreement with God's word, the school rises up this year. See, what we have to understand is what we think rises up doesn't always mean what God thinks rises up. What we think is good doesn't always think what God thinks is good. But can we trust him? Because in God, all is good. Come on, are you with me today? Praise the Lord. Talking about this prayer of agreement. All I have to do in my house, when I want light to come on, I just flip a switch. And I praise the Lord for being able to pay that light bill. It sure is high right now. I have two of my children. I'll go ahead and say it. Jairus and Carissa, they have left the nest. <laughs> it did take a little pushing them. But last night was the first night. And I went to the downstairs air conditioner. And I just turned it off. Thinking, man... Must be saving some electricity tonight, you know. I praise the Lord for these two kids. 
Amen. We're going to see God move mightily in their lives. Just because they've left the nest doesn't mean that they left the oven. Amen. Well, they're still being pressed. And I, I looked at them both and I said, they, they, they're roommates together now. And I said, man, sometimes y'all have a hard time getting along. So y'all don't take each other's lives one night, you know. <laughs> and um, then I said to Jairus, I said, Jairus, all the football games are on that TV. So you just come on and watch them when you need to. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is moving. Amen. But there's power. There's power in electricity. If you want, don't believe me, go stick a little thing in that plug over there and you're going to fill it. Some of these plugs are 220 here. Boy, they'll get you. I'll never forget in Guatemala, the lady says that there's hot water, but you have to mess with this little thing over the water. There's all these plugs and stuff and it's freezing outside and it's open, open. I just look at the sky and I'm taking a shower, 30 degrees. And I'm like, God... Get that hot water going. Amen. <laughs> Boy, praise the Lord for hot water. Come on. <laughs> so I'm messing with that thing. It's only cold. And the team's already kind of left. I'm trying to get a quick shower. And I hit a wire and 220 volts go through me. I don't know about you, but I don't have any clothes on when I'm taking a shower. I don't know. I don't know how you take it, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't even want to think about how you take it. I just know me, personal hygiene. <laughs> but I say that because I fall right in that shower. It feels like my bones broke. And um, this little missionary lady in Spanish asked me, are you okay? <laughs> and I felt, you know, pretty um, embarrassed. But all I could say was, help. <laughs> don't mess with that 220 power. Amen. Don't mess with it. This little lady comes and picks me up. She kind of turns her head. I'm thinking. <laughs> There's electricity that comes. It's the same power that comes from heaven. Not electricity. God's power. When we get into agreement and we're in agreement with him, in agreement with someone, guess what? It happens. Now, I say this because I want to turn quickly and I'm not going to turn in scripture. What comes against agreement is strife. See, there's God's way and here's the enemy's way. There's people that don't even want to look at me because they have something against me or maybe something I've done with them. There's no way me and that person's going to be able to be in agreement until we humble ourselves. Amen. Until we go to each other. Anything that we do together, it's not going to be any. It's going to be our own power because, see, God can't have anything to do with that. He will have anything to do with strife. See, the enemy saw this power. He saw this agreement and this prayer. And he says, I have to do something about that. Man, this is going to take us out. If God's people would only know to be in agreement with his word and agreement together and power is going to come, I must put strife in the mix. Come on. I must come with strife. I must come with gossip. I must come with envy. I must come with these things. And God is here and he's speaking. And I'm telling you, there are things not happening in our families, things not happening with what God wants to do because of those things that are in our hearts. And we have an altar that's here all the time, an altar that's in your home, an altar in front of the Lord where we can take care of those things, where we can deal with those things. The God that lives on the inside of me must, it's a must that transformation happens in my life. The fruit of salvation is that you're being changed. Come on. 
I'm not here to say you're saved or not saved. I'm here to let you know that you know on the inside, if you're being changed and transformed, then there's a power on the inside of you. If you go out and do something wrong and you feel convicted, there's a power on the inside of you. See, I can't. And I live on a tight, tight place. And I'm okay with that. See, I know this. If I go out and drink tonight and get drunk and drive, guess what's going to happen to me? I'm going to get pulled over. I'm going to jail. I don't have any out because of what God has called in my life and the plan and purpose he has for me. I'm thankful for the accountability. I'm thankful that I know that. I'm thankful that there's nowhere else to go but right here. Let me tell you, when you start doing the things of God and start coming to places like this, it's dangerous. And I say that it's dangerous because God is fixing to lift you up and let you go. And many things are going to happen. But if you continue to keep doing the same old, same old, he's bringing it to the light and he's going to do it quicker. If you're in a place like this, I don't want anyone to leave. Amen. Like, man, he finally told me it's time, but you can't because God has more. He wants more. He is more for you. The prayer of agreement. There's power in praying over our children in agreement as a, as a family. Let me ask, say this. The enemy is after agreement. He's after prayer. Come on. Let me just give you a picture why I know this. Because when I was a kid in church, the church prayed every night. Some of you older people know this. Or you knew that it was a Wednesday night, Sunday night, Sunday morning. But then there was this prayer night that we came together and the church was effectively praying. You start looking in churches and churches you go and you start asking the pastor, how many, how many times y'all get together and pray this week? See, a lot of prayer is turned into we talk 50 minutes and we pray 10 minutes. And I'm being, uh, because see, the enemy is after the power of agreement in prayer because it changes everything. If we agree with the word, agree with each other, there's power just like electricity comes and anything that we ask will be done. See, I'm not asking for 10 boats to line the back property because Church of Living Waters needs to have a fun day. We need to all go to the lake. It's okay to go to the lake, but it's not God's will that those boats are on this property. <laughs> It's God's will that souls are on this property. It's God's will that salvation is on this property. Come on, do you hear what I'm saying? See, I'm not asking for just anything. I'm asking for his will. And I'm preaching this message over those four ministries today. Because it's time to push. You might say, well, pastor, we are so tired. You wouldn't believe what we've done. And Well, God is here to renew you today. Because I would rather be doing his will, doing his way, working diligently there than just doing it for myself. Because see, a new level is coming and a door is opening up and, and many will come in and receive salvation. And it's time to push. It's time to get in together in agreement. We can't allow in this ministry for things to be between us. Um, I will have patience with people. But there's no way we can continue to work together with any type of strife. Something has to happen. I thank God that he's been patient with me and he's patient with us. But there are real people that are against me. 
There are real people that's going to be against you. And there's a time where we continue to love those people, but we start distancing ourselves because they're wanting to just be against us. Come on. It's, I can show you that truth in the Bible. It doesn't mean we give up on people. It doesn't mean we don't stop praying, but we dis ourselves and we continue to move with what God wants us to do. Praise the Lord. There has to be unity. There must be unity in this church. I have to be unified with the nursery workers. Come on, or we're not doing any kind of ministry today. Come on. The agreement of power. The agreement of prayer. The agreement in Christ and having power come. Um, something that I wanted to share before we just dismiss. I'm going to ask our prayer team just in a second to come. There's two things that I have. Um, the first thing is, is if you have anyone in prison, know someone in prison. I'm going to offer on August 4th to come into a prison with me. Um, August 4th, it's going to be from 630 to 830. We're going to go into a prison and we're going to have a worship time, a fire on the altar. We're going to go inside a prison with men inmates and we're going to believe God for the prisoner. Come on. Well, pastor, you didn't tell me we're taking you taking me. Let me tell you, I'm going to take you in. and I'm also going to take you out. <laughs> You're not going to have to spend the night. It's not going to be an all nighter. OK, you got to get out. If that's something that the Lord is placing, it's both men and women. There'll be a dress code because these are guys that have been in prison a long time. Um, we're going to have um, some of those prisoners lead. We're going to have Pastor Daryl's church come and lead. Some people from this church will lead. And we're going there proclaiming that the captive, that the prisoner be set free. Man, this excites me. Come on. If that's you and you want to go with me, on the back table this morning, there's a list, and I just wrote it out. I need your name on your driver's license and your last four digits of your driver's license. It's okay if you have something in the past. They just want to know. So don't worry. I'm not doing a check on you right now. <laughs> I ask you to come in. And to come and to believe for those prisoners. If you know someone in prison, you come in and we're going to believe on the inside, behind the bars, behind the walls of God's going to set prisoners free. Come on. The next thing is, is tomorrow night starting at 7 p.m. I'm going to do a 40 minute prayer time on these four ministries. It's going to be different. I'm going to do it over a conference. Um, it's going to be something like a Zoom conference. That's what it's called. All I need is your email. And I'm going to send you an invitation. And you're going to have to have a wire, a Wi-Fi connection. It can be your phone. It can be a computer. But you're going to connect to this. And you're going to see me. And for 40 minutes, 10 minutes each, every Monday night, 7 to 740, we're going to push these ministries in prayer. Come on. You might say, well, 10 minutes. Come on, that's nothing. Hey, 10 minutes of effective two or three people in agreement. Power is coming. It's time to push. The Lord's been showing me. The baby's coming. So again, in that, um, if I get those emails, just write it down on a piece of paper right now. Tomorrow you'll get an a invite in your email. And at 7 p.m., you come to that invitation. And you're going to be able to be seen by everybody that's there. So make sure you do your hair and stuff. <laughs> make sure you're not at home just like we're not doing this and wearing this. You're going to be seen online. And I'm going to leave that 30, that 40 minutes of prayer. It's only going to be 40 minutes. It's going to be 10 minutes for each ministry. And guess what's going to happen? Agreement's coming. And power 
is going to come into those ministries. Come on. Why don't you stand with me today? I'm going to ask our prayer team to come. You might say, Pastor, I've never even done ministry, and you have me going into a prison doing ministry. I'm going to be with you. You're not going to have to do much but other than worship the Lord. Something about this ministry is that it's time, guys. It's time to press in. There's all types of ministries. I'm not saying this ministry is better than the other, but God is saying, find your place. For some, you need to come and you need to just renew your heart, renew your mind with the Lord today. Some of you need to be members of Church Living Waters. There's a power of coming together in a corporate body like this. Things change. I don't always ask for membership, but if you're here this morning and you want to become a member of Church Living Waters, you just come and you tell one of these, they're going to write down your name. It doesn't mean that, but it does mean that you're going to be part of a family. The Lord has family. God has family. This is a family. I have brothers sitting in this room and I have sisters sitting in this room and I have mothers sitting in this room and I have fathers. The Lord says that if an older man comes to me, I need to treat him like a father. And if a younger man comes to me, I need to treat him like a brother. That's what we are here. Doesn't mean everything's perfect. We know that in a family things happen, huh? But we choose to work it out. We're going to have dinner in the nighttime. My mom would say, son, you and you and your brother, we're going to have dinner. And if you don't have this worked out, you're not going to eat because the family comes together and we eat together. I'm telling you right now, me and my brother look at each other and say, who's going to do it? Because we got to get together. Mom made fried chicken tonight. You know, <laughs> something has to happen now. <laughs> Father, I thank you, God. I thank you for you moving mightily. Not only in these four ministries, these are just the ones you're saying push in right now. There's 100 ministries here, God. We're not laying down some to do others. If anything, I pray all get pushed. Father, I pray for the people here, God. I pray, Father, that we would come unified together. Father, then we can grab hands and we can agree with your word, agree with you in Christ, and that we would see power come. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to open up this prayer. Just come and receive prayer today. Let these guys anoint you. Let them lay hands on you. I believe that anything that you come and seek, that God is going to move. I know that we prayed already. Come with any prayer need. Come with any, any need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray you were encouraged and would love to hear from you. For more information on Church of Living Waters, check out colw.info.